If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And Midi can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. WTAW news time is five minutes after seven. It's 77 degrees. We'll take another look at your forecast after the news brought to you by Aggieland Golf Cars, your independent authorized club car dealer. Golf cars aren't just for golf anymore. Customize your club car to fit your needs at Aggieland Golf Cars on Highway 30. Good morning. I'm Chelsea Reber. Brazos County Commissioners tell a full house attending a workshop meeting that Galilee Baptist Church in Bryan, which has been closed as a voting center for primary runoff elections, will be open for all future elections. That is a mistake that we need to correct today. It should never be closed. Wanda Watson, who is the Democratic Party nominee for Precinct 4 Commissioner, reacted to the chairs of the local Democratic and Republican parties accepting the Elections Office recommendations for voting centers. They are new, so they would not have known necessarily the importance of Galilee being sacrosanct for, our, for, for Precinct 4 especially. Commissioner Irma Colley, who you just heard, who represents the district where the church is located, also repeated her call to expand all early voting periods to go past 5 p.m. A third person is announced ahead of the start of the filing period. Their candidacy for the Bryan City Council seeking the single member District 5 position is A.J. Renold, who is the executive director of the Red Cross for Central and South Texas. The official filing period starts July 23rd. An apartment fire in College Station at 2 in the morning on Monday displaced one person in one unit. 21 College Station firefighters and eight vehicles responded to Riverwalk Apartments. The cause of the fire and extent of damage were not disclosed. A Brian woman woke up from a nap Monday afternoon to find a stranger in her apartment bedroom holding some of her daughter's clothing. The man ran out of the apartment before police arrived, but officers found him in the parking lot with the clothes and a curtain from the victim's apartment. 31-year-old Rami Jackson of Brian, who was released from jail three weeks ago after serving one month for a parole violation, remains held in lieu of a $20,000 bond following his 30th booking in 14 years. After a two-year hiatus due to the pandemic, the Bryan College Station legal community invites the public to share the annual recognition of the Atticus Finch character from the novel To Kill a Mockingbird. This is just our kind of yearly reminder that sometimes we we need to work a little harder to meet that standard and that we can represent our clients zealously without having to tear each other apart. Local attorney Shane Phelps says the executive director of the Texas Association representing prosecutors will talk about why we need defense attorneys and one of the most famous defense attorneys in the United States will talk about why we need prosecutors. I think it's really important for lawyers and the public to understand both prosecutors and defense attorneys are equally important in the criminal justice system where our system doesn't work. Those who attend Friday morning's program which starts at 1130 in the Brazos County Administration Building, are invited to wear seersucker attire. Monkeypox reaches Texas. The state's first case is a Dallas County resident who recently returned from Mexico. The patient is isolated at home. A few people in Dallas who may have been exposed are monitoring themselves. Public health officials are also contacting passengers on a flight that the infected person took from Mexico to Dallas. 
WTAW news time is eight minutes after seven. It's 77 degrees. This look at news is brought to you by Aggieland Golf Cars. More news at 730 or anytime at WTAW.com. I'm Chelsea Reber for 1620-945-WTAW. We're at 710. Good morning. It's the Infomaniacs. Glad you're with us. Let's have a look at the weather. It's brought to you by Malik Heating and Air together with Carrier. Keep your cool when the temperatures rise. Front of the line service, $0 diagnostic and never an overtime charge. But Total Protection Plan members, Malik, feel the difference. Here you go. A big ridge of high pressure building over the region will keep hot weather in place right on through the upcoming weekend. Morning clouds will give way to sunshine this afternoon. Breezy upper 90s, becoming mostly cloudy overnight, mid-70s. Sunshine again Thursday, close to 100. Clear to partly cloudy, mid-70s Thursday night. Sunny skies on Friday, high near 102. I'm meteorologist Doug Webster, 1620-945-WTAW. And I'm Zach Taylor on WTAW. Coming up in sports, we're talking Texas A&M baseball against Louisville this weekend in the Super Regional. Also, Aggie track and field getting underway this after, or I should say this evening in the NCAA championships. And we'll touch on a little NHL postseason in sports. There you go. Going to give away some uh, early bird tickets to uh, Bombers baseball for tonight maybe get a chance to talk to our winner. This is for people who just registered between 6 and 7 this morning. We got a lot of responses on that, mm-hmm. too. Lots of people want to win this. Yep, yep, yep. Hello? Hey, David, it's Scott. How and, are you? Oh, excuse me, and... And Chelsea. And Zach. Now, how are you this morning? Great. Awesome. It's, <laughs> now, are you in a meeting or something? or her talking in the background. No, no, I'm good. I'm good. All right, so what in the world... Uh, what, what do you do that you have to be up at the crack of uh, dawn? I'm a land surveyor. I'm going out to the ranches. Hey, man, it's how you get out there as early as you can, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. How long have you been doing that? Uh, about 35 years. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, wow. So, I mean. Not new to the game. Now, right. Now, okay. No. So, all right. So, here's if you've got a minute. So, I'd kind of <laughs> like to get your observations. So, it, it's been sweltering hot for those of us who just buzz from one air conditioned place to another. But, I mean. Uh-huh. Uh, and they're go- it's going to be 103 this weekend or whatever. Are are you more uncomfortable now than you were? I don't know, 10 years ago. Yes, yes, I am because I'm aging. Okay, <laughs> well, okay, yeah, I guess, I guess that, that yeah, no, that's, that's a valid that, point. That, that would certainly, uh, that would certainly make sense. So now, uh, out in the county, most or are you in areas that are kind of uh, already uh, built up? I'm across. I'm across the state of Texas, everywhere from College Station to the Louisiana border. Are you kidding me? Wow. Nope. Yep. So if you're over in East Texas, you got to fight skeeters too. Oh yeah, yeah. skeeters, snakes. Wow. You know, sometimes the alligators. I got to run. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So you have stories for all that kind of stuff. I hear you. Well, listen, I got bombers tickets for you tonight, and I got a twenty-five dollar gift card for Cooper's Old Time Pit Barbecue. If you can come by the top of the Guarantee Bank Building, we'll have them for you today, David. Okay, can I give up the Bombers tickets yep, and you, just get the barbecue? You bet. Awesome. I could do that. All right, thank All right. you, man. Appreciate it. Awesome. See thanks, you. David. Right, thanks, David. Wow. I was going to ask him if he listened to audiobooks or podcasts. Yeah. or. You think he ever worries about getting Sounds his like steps in? 
ooh, because he gets miles in. Yeah, right. that's right. Mm. Yeah, I don't know right. if he's surveying land. Maybe yeah. he gets some steps. Yeah, I'm sorry. Next time, like Chelsea, that. just interrupt me next time. That's a good fine. question. You were you were really flowing. So that was, that was yeah. a good question, though. I mean, I, just when people drive. So my my one of my roommates, he he drives quite a bit for work. Um, and and not necessarily overnight, but he he definitely goes quite a few miles throughout day the day. Trips. And uh, he listens to a lot of audiobooks. And so I'm just always curious when when people drive that often and that much how they pass their time yeah i used to do that and i audiobooks but podcasts weren't around then i don't know if i'd have done that or not mm-hmm. right. it's hard to know because man there's nothing worse than deciding you're going to listen to a podcast and it sucks because there's some bad ones out there oh That's sure, for sure sure and then so you know and, and with podcasts then you still have to you know there are commercial breaks and whether you want to skip through those and you know things like that audiobooks just seem to be kind of easier just go and go mm-hmm. and that's the deal back when i was doing it they were on cds Oh, yeah. And so, you know, you had to have the next CD ready to go and that kind of thing. And, uh, of course, before that, they were on cassette tape. So, but nonetheless, hey, David, thanks for doing that. And that's probably an interesting job. You know, you you know, you got to end up being in Coons, Texas or something, and mm-hmm. uh, you don't know what you're going to be walking into or through or whatever. So it's uh, kind of fun. All right. So that means I've got some bomber tickets. But guess what? What? I had two more bomber tickets anyway. So oh. I got four bomber tickets for tonight. For tonight. And I'm going to throw in more Cooper's Old Time Pit Barbecue Ooh, for you. Wee. So for everybody else. But we want to know, what is your favorite day of the week and why? Oh, okay. Favorite day of the week and why? Let us know. Uh, and send us a text to 979-695-1620. And in just a minute, young people giving you advice. Hey, good morning. It's 717. It's the Infomaniacs. And now it's time for a feature that I forgot to do because I'm old. It's the idea that there's this guy who came through every year. I think he comes up with different observations that he's made in the previous year. And this year he came up with like 106 of them. And so Chelsea and Zach are kind of sharing three each, each day, just for you to think about as you wander through our little journey. Yeah. Okay. Go ladies. ahead, Zach. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Ladies first. I was about to first. say ladies first. Go for it. <laughs> All right. Immediately pay what you owe to vendors, workers, and contractors. They will go out of their way to work with you first the next, the next time. Oh, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, the biggest lie we tell ourselves is I don't need to write this down because I will remember it. <laughs> Uh Yeah, I was just thinking about so I will randomly think of show prep like questions to ask our listeners or, you know, a a situation that I myself am in and want to talk about. Right. And I'll think to myself, oh, I'll remember this when I go to send my show prep to to the guys in the morning. And um, yeah, that definitely doesn't always happen. So I I definitely use my notes, my notes app in my phone a lot. Um, If I don't have a pen and paper to actually physically write something down, I'll leave myself a note in my phone. You know, I did that for a while and I stopped. I don't know why I think when I got a new phone and I haven't done it on my new phone and you're right. That's a, that is a really good mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. Anyway. As soon as I remember it. And then I also think of like waiters and waitresses too. Oh. Sometimes they'll tell you, Oh yeah, no, I can remember everything. And then they don't. I'm like, are you sure you don't want to write this down? Sure. Okay. And then finally, uh, my third one today, your growth as a conscious being is measured by the number of uncomfortable conversations you are willing to have. Oh, I like that. Wow. Okay. Mm -hmm. We do that sometimes on the show. So mine, be a pro. Back up your backup. Have at least one physical backup and one backup in the cloud. Have more than one of each. How much would you pay to retrieve all your data, photos, notes if you lost them? Backups are cheap compared to regrets. Man, no kidding. So back it on up, man. Don't believe everything you think you believe. Okay. <laughs> okay. Right. And I'm trying to. I'm still trying to process that one. Not not 100 percent sure. And a signal. Well, because 
you may end up finding out that it was wrong. Yeah, yeah. that's true. I mean, yeah. That's true. Be open. Uh, be yeah. open to changing yeah. your mind on things. Sure. And to signal an emergency, use the rule of three. Three shouts, three horn blasts, or three whistles. Oh, okay. So don't be, you know, honking hullabaloo on your on your, on your car horn. When there you're you in an emergency. Yeah, yeah, don't do that. Gotcha. All right, there you go. So we do that uh, like when I remember it, uh, about 7.15 every <laughs> All right, so in a new survey, 80% of people... Say, oh, first stop, wait. Um, I apparently gave wrong information in our discussion about the voting situation. The commissioners did not take any action on anything relative to voting is what a texter is telling me. Yeah, which our scripts don't say they did, but right. they're but they're they're saying they are going to make the church available right. for future again, this is for primary runoffs, yeah. which uh, it doesn't happen. All the time, but I guess it, it probably happens often, right? Well, yeah. enough that, well, they're, they're addressing it at least. At least right. we'll have something on the books. Right, yes. Because we were discussing in the last hour having to do with uh, how many polling places and where those polling places should be. Again, when we only have 6% of the people voting. Yeah. I mean, yeah. 6%. I will say this was a two-hour workshop, and apparently it was a full house. Yeah. Um, you know, Bill Oliver, he attends these county commission meetings almost every week when they have them. So we don't and have to. I Yeah, so we don't Thanks, have to. Bill. And I didn't see him at all yesterday. Yeah. He was busy. So yeah. this was definitely a big meeting that they had uh, to discuss not only the Galilee Baptist Church, but just all the, the whole voting process in general. And I'm going to go ahead and say it because nobody else might, is the last thing that you want anybody to ever say of an elected body is they have done anything for vote toward voter suppression. Right. You don't want to have that discussion at all, so I get that. Mm-hmm. But at some point, somebody has to stand up, and I'll be the one to say, we're only talking about a 6% voter turnout. Yeah. And so there is some, you know, we as voters need to take care of our responsibility and go cast ballots as well, mm-hmm. rather than, you know, it's just... Yeah, you got to look in the there's mirror. A lot of, on there's things. a little personal responsibility to this too. Yeah. I mean, we had somebody who texted in and said, you know, I waited till election day and I went to go vote at my normal place and it wasn't open and then I ran out of time. But they, that's on me. I, I need to, right. you know, I need to make sure that I, I first of all look at what is open. I mean, we talk about it on the newscast, but there's also a website. You can Mm -hmm. check what voting locations are open and then giving yourself ample time. Um, And again, you know, there's a a week and a half to two weeks of early voting with extended hours a lot and on the weekend. So you don't have to wait till election day. And I I get that elected officials don't want to push back against people. But uh, Mm -hmm. at some point, we as a county have to be fiscally responsible that and, too. and make make mm-hmm. the discussion. But, hey, let's all get into this thing together and do what we're supposed to. Yep. All right, now back to what we were talking about. A new survey said 80% of people that say they play the lottery at least occasionally, like when the jackpot goes up to really big numbers or, or whatever. Uh, but what would you do if you actually won that whole thing? Okay. And it is a lot more complicated than you think. 83% of the people claim that they would, quote, keep it a secret, which sounds like a good idea, especially if there are a lot of moochers around you. Yeah. Yeah. You have a lot of family members. In some states you can, but in some states you can't. Correct. In some states it has to be made public. A lot of people dream about quitting their jobs if they win, but unless you're already close to retirement, you might want to think about that. Might be safer to keep that job. Mm. Nearly 50% of the people say that they would need to win $4 million or more to quit. Okay. 
And again, I think a lot of that depends on what your age is, right? Sure. Uh, at the extremes. Or what your job is. Yeah. true. <laughs> 16% said they need $50 million to feel comfortable walking away. 50? Yeah. All right. Golly. Good, okay. Good math. Good math is if you do the cash option, okay, that's half of it right there. Half mm. goes away. And then the government takes about 60%. Okay. Ooh. So... That, uh, excuse me, the government takes, yeah, right. 60? Uh, like, 60%? No, take, zero? No, they, they take 40%, so you should multiply that number by 6.6. Oh, to and find out how much the amount what is. you're going to have when it's all over with. So, yeah, government okay. will take about 40%, but that cash number that they tell you. See, the the big number is because they'll pay it out to you as an, uh, an annuity through 25 years. Well, you know, do you want to do that? No, you want your money right now. Right. Anyway. You want to put that money to go sure. to work for you. $50 million to walk away from your job? Mm. Wow. Okay. 88% of the people claimed that they would give away some of their winnings. Okay. Most people say they would share with family or a significant other or people in need. With your significant other. Yeah. <laughs> really. Oh, very nice. Well, we've yeah. done a survey, too. It was like people, oh, yeah, if I won the lottery, I'm getting a divorce. Oh, like, geez. Well, geez. There, no, there, that's right. There there were 2% who said that they would leave their uh, their their members. That's okay. awful. Wow. That's awful. Okay, yeah, it, it is. <laughs> oh, yeah, if I had enough money, I'd leave you, but I'm poor, so, so we'll stay together. Yeah, 40% uh, said that they would give to friends, and then 4% said they'd share with co-workers hey i'll share with you guys if i win okay thanks Go, thanks for, scott go. didn't say how you much. don't play yeah, didn't, yeah, yeah a dollar no, <laughs> no i will i'll play every once in a while if it's you know, i got you a dollar take, <laughs> takes a little bit to get up off the couch for doing that yeah all right, all right 724 wtaw news time is 731 it's 77 degrees this look at news is brought to you by west webb all britain and gentry law firm the experienced legal team for the things you value most good morning i'm chelsea reber we are halfway through a week full of triple-digit temperatures, but so far the state's embattled power grid is holding up. Thomas Overby, who heads the Smart Grid Center at Texas A&M, says there is enough electricity thanks to renewables. Well over about 30% of our generation is coming from wind and solar. He says the state's power generators are designed to work in hot weather, so there's not worry about rolling brownouts like Texas saw during winter storm Uri. But he stressed that there could still be calls for conservation and those should be heated. The College Station Fire Department has provided details of two structure fire alarms at apartment complexes. Last Friday night, firefighters determined the source of smoke at Gateway Apartments was an issue with the air conditioning. And Monday, just after 2 a.m., a fire at Riverwalk Apartments displaced one resident in one unit. The cause of the fire and the extent of damage were not disclosed. The 30th time a Bryan man is booked in the Brazos County Jail in 14 years and the fifth time in the last nine months is on a charge of breaking into a Bryan apartment. According to Bryan Police Arrest Report, 31-year-old Rami Jackson was standing in a woman's bedroom Monday afternoon when she woke up from a nap. Jackson ran out and was found by officers a short time later holding a trash bag containing a curtain from the victim's apartment. Jackson remains held in lieu of a $20,000 bond. A Bryan man who admitted last year to unlawful carrying of a weapon was arrested Monday night for firing a gun during an argument outside a Bryan convenience store. According to the Bryan police arrest report, an officer told 21-year-old Ander Schoen he would not be charged with a felony offense. Schoen was arrested for disorderly conduct after admitting firing two shots in the air after resuming an undisclosed altercation with a man that started last year. 
A Brian woman was sentenced last year to three years in prison and was arrested Monday afternoon on multiple charges. Brian police responded to a call from a convenience store reporting that 27-year-old Kaylee Bullock was trying to cash a $3,500 tax refund check belonging to someone else. According to the BPD arrest report, Bullock offered to give employees some of the money if they cashed the check. Officers found in her purse bank cards belonging to three strangers, methamphetamine, and marijuana. Bullock, who admitted last September to possessing stolen mail, drug possession, and evading arrest, is held in lieu of bonds on the new charges, totaling $67,000. With Brazos County Commissioners... Brazos County Commissioners hold a two-hour workshop meeting to discuss future operations of the elections office. One of this year's county commission precinct two primary candidates, Silas Garrett, asked for voting centers in rural locations during early voting periods. Zion, Smetana, Milliken, available to people that are creature habits like myself that don't want to travel longer distances than a couple of miles or wherever you want to go. Elections coordinator Crystal Ocon said the finding election workers continues to be a problem. And we are under fire right now with the auditor's office, um, HR department. Just this election, I have 105 overtime hours from the primary, the May, and the runoff. Those who are interested in becoming election workers can contact their local political party headquarters. A third person has announced their candidacy for the Bryan City Council. A.J. Renold is the executive director of the Red Cross for Central and South Texas. She's running for the Bryan Council's single-member District 5 seat, also announcing their candidacies ahead of the start of the official filing period on July 23rd. Our current SMD 5 councilman, Brent Hairston, who's running for mayor, and local business owner, Kevin Bariski, who is seeking the council's SMD 6 or city-at-large seat. You're invited to join Local Lawyers Friday in the return of the annual Atticus Finch Day program, which is based on the character in the novel To Kill a Mockingbird. Organizer Shane Phelps says it's really important to get together face-to-face following the pandemic. And especially when it comes to that tension between prosecutors and defense attorneys. We're backed up on trials now at the courthouse. There's a lot of pressure on a lot of people, both prosecutors and defense attorneys, to catch up, and but to do so in a manner where we make sure we're still doing the right thing. Phelps is excited to hear from two nationally recognized attorneys, a defense lawyer talking about why we need prosecutors and the director of the Texas Association representing prosecutors talking about why we need defense attorneys. It's critically important that we have you know, that appreciation for doing the right thing rather than just winning on both sides of the bar. Friday morning's program starts at 1130 in the Brazos County Administration Building. WTAW news time is 736. It's 77 degrees. This look at news, it's brought to you by West Webb, All Britain and Gentry. We'll have more news at the top of the hour. I'm Chelsea Reber for 1620 94.5 WTAW. Hey, good morning. It's 738. It's the Infomaniac Sears. Our weather is brought to you by Malik Heating and Air together with Carrier. Keep your cool when the temperatures rise. Front of the line service, $0 diagnostic and never an overtime charge for total protection plan members. Malik Feel the difference. Here you go. A big ridge of high pressure building over the region will keep hot weather in place right on through the upcoming weekend. Morning clouds will give way to sunshine this afternoon. Breezy upper 90s. Becoming mostly cloudy overnight, mid-70s. Sunshine again Thursday, close to 100. Clear to partly cloudy, mid-70s Thursday night. Sunny skies on Friday, high near 102. I'm meteorologist Doug Webster, 1620-945-WTAW. And I'm Zach Taylor on WTAW. Coming up in sports, we're talking Texas A&M baseball against Louisville this weekend. Also, Aggie men's and women's 
track and field competing at the NCAA championships this week up in Eugene. And it's Oklahoma versus Texas in the College Softball World Series. All that more in sports. There you are, 739. Let's head to uh, Washington, D.C. Congressman Pete Sessions joins us this morning. Congressman, uh, a fourth grader from Uvalde will be testifying today about uh, what happened at Robb Elementary School. I'd like to get your thoughts. Scott, thank you. In fact, you're correct. This uh, young fourth grader who we all admire very much with how she took matters into her own hands to save her life by putting blood on her and standing still is now going to come and be center stage Washington, D.C. Government Reform and Oversight Committee in person. And I think it's a bad idea. I think it's a, a tremendous amount of pressure on an 11-year-old and to recount all the things that happened. Uh, so we are going to learn today firsthand from a witness about the not just the shooting but the behavior of students, the behavior of the gunman uh, in that classroom uh, two weeks ago. It is a combative. It's it's just going to be a combative day with for her. We as Republicans uh, will attend. We will listen. We do care, uh, Scott. I don't know if you remember, but two weeks ago when I spoke with you a week before the shooting. I mentioned being in a high school in college, in Bryan College Station about the things that I saw, my observations about students. You can go back and listen to it. But I said, while there is excellence in the classroom, in that case it was with artwork and with uh, academy selection, I saw a lot of students that were stressed uh, and clearly some indications to me, as, just as an outsider walking in, of the circumstances, and that is a good school that is well run, that has a, a good uh, population, not just of students, but also of, of teachers. Think about students and and, 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 and and parents that do not have a healthy school, and that is what we need to focus on next. We then have to turn our attention to the United States Senate. As you know, there's been a negotiation now since literally the day after the shooting. Uh, Democrats are openly saying they will take anything that comes out because they start in a position that is absolutely uh, against the Constitution, that is a taking of every single gun. We are not going to allow that. So there will be something that comes out of this that I hope that is favorable. I hope it's something I can vote for. But uh, we as Texas Republicans recognize the problem is in our schools with young people who uh, are struggling, and we need to figure this out. So you've spent almost 25 years in, in the House, and so based on your experience, how do you build any kind of legislation that can be meaningful to parties on both sides of this question? How does that process happen? In fact, that's a, that's really a good question, and the answer is this. It is a state matter. Our Constitution speaks clearly about the right to keep and bear arms. We have moved more and more in this country to states deciding what is within their jurisdiction and what their laws would be. Uh, this is clearly an issue uh, that the state of Texas needs to deal with. 
I do not believe we need federal legislation because when you enact that, all you do is empower the ATF or the FBI to go grab and get another foothold on the American people. If the state of Texas chooses to make changes, just like what was done when Rick Scott was a governor of Florida, they moved the age because they saw where they had a problem with students, 17-year-old students. They had kind of had a different problem. They knew that they had students who had had multiple run-ins with the police, and they had consent decrees by their liberal uh, school boards not to arrest the students because it might hinder their future. Well, these people turned out to be criminals and perpetrators to kill others. So they changed their law in Florida. If Texas chooses to address this, that's a Texas issue. I do not see the federal nexus that I would be for. It's uh, because it just gives government control of what I think is a constitutional right. Okay, let's turn over to the economy. Janet Yellen uh, was in front of the uh, Senate Finance Committee yesterday. The World Bank came out with a report. First, uh, from uh, Yellen's standpoint, she said the Biden administration is going to have to update their forecast, obviously, as far as inflation is concerned, because it's far more than the numbers that they rolled out. And um, I don't know. What is your take there? And do we see any kind of relief? Scott, I think we know that when America sneezes, you have people around the world that get a huge cold, others who get uh, bronchitis, and then some that die. We are aware that the United States is the leading global financer of the world. Uh, We are, from top to bottom, changing the numbers based upon the government reality now that they did not know what they're doing, and inflation is here. So... They refer to it as stubborn, but we also know that what is happening is is that they are turning this into stagflation rather than saying we have a problem. This administration is incapable of effectively seeing ahead of itself. So what will happen is, and you have major retailers like Target and others who are going to lay people off, who are going to see huge amounts of surplus that they have in their stores. They're going to cancel orders for the future, which means that people that produce goods and services now will reduce what they produce. And then, of course, what happens is those people lose their jobs. So my advice would be, in addition to what the secretary is saying, if you don't have a job, now's a good time to go get one because there may not be one by the end of the year, gasoline continues to surge. The prices uh, are almost double what they were when President Trump left office. And I anticipate that that, will, that would be a good deal in a few months just to have doubling. This administration makes, and the Democrats make friends with inflation. They want their liberalism uh, to work. And this is the result of what you get, stagflation, unemployment, the government in trouble, and then them not knowing what they did. Congressman Peace Sessions joins us on Wednesdays. You can hear the interview archived on the website at WTAW.com. Thanks for the time again today. You betcha, Scott. 
Good morning, sports fans. I'm Zach Taylor with your morning sports update on 1620 94.5 WTAW. This sports update is brought to you by Destination Brian. Your legendary staycation is right here at home in Bryan, Texas, including one-of-a-kind restaurants and nationally recognized museums. Visit DestinationBrian.com for more information at 751. Game times have been set for Texas A&M Baseball Super Regional against Louisville this weekend. The Aggies and Cardinals will kick things off Friday at 7 p.m. at Bluebell, followed by a 3.30 showdown Saturday. The possible Game 3 is Sunday at a time to be determined. Coverage for the entire series will be on Zone 1150 AM and 93.7 FM. A&M Track and Field kicks off its NCAA Outdoor Championship run today in Eugene. The Aggie women enter the week ranked third in the country while the guys are at number 18. The Maroon White are also the only Division I team to boast two dual-sport athletes with football players Devon A-Chain and Bryce Foster, who will compete in the 100-meter dash and shot put, respectively. Foster, who started every game at center for the Ags in the fall, was asked how he got in the shot put. I tried to go out for like this like little league peewee, like seven on seven thing, and they, I think it was on my high school, some like one of the high school coaches came and looked at me, and they're like, you're a little too big to play seven on seven, so they didn't let me go. So I was trying to figure out something to do, and I found this sport where you could throw like a heavy rock as far as you can, whoever threw it the farthest wins. And so I just stuck with that, and I was like, oh, well, I'm pretty good at it, so I kind of stuck with it, and I think it's taken me in a pretty good spot. Bryce and the guys compete today and Friday while the Aggie women take center stage tomorrow and Saturday. Game one of the Women's College World Series Championship is tonight in Oklahoma City. The best of three series will pitch reigning champion Oklahoma against rival Texas. Game time is at 7.30 with coverage on the zone. The Brazos Valley Bombers got back up on the wind wagon last night, outslugging the Seguin River Monsters 7-5. Leadoff hitter Travis Chestnut got it done at the top of the lineup, going two for six with two RBI. The guys are back home tonight to host the Victoria Generals at seven. In the big leagues, the Texas Rangers split a doubleheader with Cleveland yesterday, with each team winning by a score of six to three. Marcus Simeon came up big for Texas in the nightcap, going four for four with two home runs. The rubber game of the series is set for this evening at six. Meanwhile, down in Houston, Justin Verlander struck out 12 and seven solid innings as the Astros stifled the Seattle Mariners 4-1. Both teams were on their best behavior following a benches-clearing dust-up Monday night that saw Houston reliever Hector Neris ejected and suspended four games. The two teams go at it again this afternoon at 540 with broadcast on Gospel 97.3 FM. The world's former number one golfer is leaving the PGA Tour. Dustin Johnson has announced he's resigning to join the Saudi-backed LIV Tour. Obviously, at this time, it's you know it's hard to speak on what the consequences will be. But you know, for right now, um, you know, I resign my membership from the tour. I'm I'm going to play here, um, you know, for now, and that's that's the plan. Um, you know, but what the consequences are going to be, I, obviously, I can't comment on how the tour is going to handle. The audio is courtesy of Sky Sports News. Johnson will join fellow high-profile players Phil Mickelson, Sergio Garcia, and Kevin Na in the LIV's inaugural tournament this week in London. And the NHL's Eastern Conference Finals are all knotted up at two games apiece following the Tampa Bay Lightning's 4-1 win over the New York Rangers last night. And that's been your morning sports update brought to you by Destination Brian on 1620-945-WTAW. I'm Zach Taylor. Hey, good morning. About three minutes till. It's the Infomaniacs. We're in the WC Tractor Studio, your local award-winning Kubota New Holland dealer in Bryan and Navasota. We got 
four tickets. Four tickets four to tonight's tickets. game. Uh, the Bombers playing Seguin. Is that Victoria who Generals? Oh, Victoria. They of played Seguin last night. Yes, time. all right. The hated Victoria Generals. There you go. That and some Cooper's Old Time Pit Barbecue. What, you're at, what we're asking is, what is your favorite day of the week? And why? Yeah, someone texted in and said Friday. It's a good day to plan for the next week. Ah, okay. so not yet. So that's an interesting answer. Uh, somebody said Thursday because it's past hump day. Okay. Someone else said Friday because it's the end of the work week and the beginning of the weekend. Huh. Uh, I love this one every day because we're retired. Oh, oh there you go. Nice. There you nice. go. And then uh, someone else said my favorite day is Monday. The start of the day is full of promise for the week. It also, also, if I happen to mess up, I have time to fix it. Oh, yeah. I like that. That's yeah. an optimistic view. I know. I certainly don't feel that way about Monday. So let us know. And if you want to win, we do need your first and last name, 979-695-1620. Hey, so you've heard our story today. We're talking to Thomas Overby from uh, over at A&M. And um, so uh, he seems to think everything's going to be okay, even though we're going to have like record heat this weekend. Right. And he did say that there still still could be calls for conservation. Um, Those should be heated. But again, we're designed to work in hot weather. Yep. The, the cold weather surprised us because we're just not used to it, or the the obviously the uh, generators weren't used yeah, to it. Yeah, we weren't prepared for exactly. that kind of thing to uh, mm-hmm. to be happening. All so right, let's hope so. Yep. I, I didn't realize there was a smart grid center at Texas A and M. There you are. See, from. we got all sorts of stuff uh-huh. over there that we know about Real now. Fancy. If you're worried about break-ins at home, this could help. A former burglar claims the best way to prevent. Anybody from breaking into your home is one of the cheapest. Get a sign that says "Beware of dogs." Oh, okay. Don't that's, even have to get an actual dog. Well, kind of, it's kind of interesting. Um, and if you've got a dog, though, that's great. But if even not, if they're not scary, sure, yeah. you can still get the "Beware of dog." The average burglar will not risk it. They'd rather okay. just move on to yeah, another house instead. Yeah, that makes sense. Instead. It okay, does. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Mm-hmm. And he says it's more of a deterrent than those signs that actually from security systems. Oh, interesting. Yeah, you always see those. This yep. home is protected That's by. Right. He said, of course, there are a few drawbacks. For instance, uh, you know, there's there's no dog there, really. Right. And True, people- but who is that going to prevent? You don't want anyone, I would think, coming into your backyard. Yeah. I guess maybe a city worker who's checking on some kind of meter situation. Yeah, but they got to let you know. Right. Yeah, I think so. Velveeta has extended the brand into nail polish. Oh, interesting. A new uh, cheese-scented nail polish. Ew, I do oh. not want my hands I, smelling I, like cheese. I, I cannot imagine. Talk about beware of dog. Why, beware. <laughs> beware of cheese fingers? Why well, would you know, that be good? Little animals nipping at your fingers because they smell like cheese. I get that KFC probably put out a trademark on finger licking good, but that would have been great if they'd had like uh, actual cheese you could put on your fingers. Uh, okay. Nasty. Alright, that's fine. So, uh, anyway, the um, th- our, and I'm assuming it also looks like Velveeta, yeah, col- they like the it. color yeah, of it. Yeah, it's Ugh. red and it's, it's oh, red. red. Okay, yeah, I'm just saying. All right, so virtually every uh, character in The Simpsons has four fingers on their hand, except two. That would be God and Jesus. WTAW oh. College Station. It's true that some things change as we get older, but if you're a woman over 40 and you're dealing with insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, and weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. And with MIDI Health, you can get help and stop pushing through it alone. The experts at MIDI understand that all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes that happen around menopause. And MIDI can help you feel more like yourself again. Many healthcare providers aren't trained to treat or even recognize menopause symptoms. MIDI clinicians are menopause experts. 
They're dedicated to providing safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions for dozens of hormonal symptoms, not just hot flashes. Most importantly, they're covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. You deserve to feel great. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com.